This is Bigger Pockets Daily. No rest for us on a Sunday. I'm Tyler, and every day I read a different article from the Bigger Pockets real estate blog. You can listen to one of these shows each day, or you can go wild and binge through the whole catalog. This isn't a new show, and most of these articles outline concepts that stand the test of time. Okay, almost time for the show. We'll get right into it after this quick break. The dream of owning a vacation home can be daunting. From finding the best guests, to the maintenance, to organizing the cleaners after every guest day. With Vacasa, they make that dream into a reality. As a full-service vacation home management company with vacation homes in key destinations across the U.S., they know a thing about how to make owning a vacation home easy and profitable. On top of proactive property maintenance visits by professional local teams, a hospitality-driven booking platform, and around-the-clock support, Vacasa earns homeowners an average of 20% more revenue from their vacation homes. Vacasa is always thinking of ways to simplify the vacation homeowning experience by putting your home to work for you. If you're looking to make more from your vacation home, work with the reliable property manager, and finally have peace of mind, partner with Vacasa at vacasa.com biggerpockets. That's vacasa.com biggerpockets. This show is sponsored by Airbnb. Did you know that a long time ago, before I ever started my real estate business, I turned one of my first primary residences into an Airbnb? And that's the extra income that I needed from Airbnb that gave me the confidence to go out and work for myself and eventually quit my nine to five job. And now I have dozens of Airbnbs all over the country. I've even partnered up with the old David Green on a recent property in Scottsdale to take our portfolio to the next level. And of course, we host it on Airbnb. But you don't need to be a full-time real estate investor to start on Airbnb. As a matter of fact, I was self-managing 10 properties while working my 9-to-5 job, so I know anybody can do it. Think about it this way. You're looking for extra income and going on a vacation. Wouldn't it be great to rent out your space and let your property pay for itself while you're gone? I did this one time. I pitched my wife and my roommate because we were house hacking on the idea of renting out our home, and it paid for all of our expenses on a trip to Mexico City. So go and give it a try. It might just change your life just like it did mine. And I really do mean that. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. California's 25% speculation tax. What it means for real estate investors and homeowners. By Matt Meyer. Californians might be facing new taxes. Again... Waves were stirred last week when Assemblymember Chris Ward, Democrat, San Diego, introduced the California Speculation Act, AB 1771. The bill is the Assembly's latest attempt to curb rising housing costs and bludgeon investor profits. If passed, the act would add an additional 25% tax on the capital gain from the sale or exchange of residential properties within three years of initial purchase. In other words, California lawmakers are trying to disincentivize investor activity in the state's housing market. Yet, the bill's language will also affect the traditional homeowner, including the most vulnerable. An Overview of the California Speculation Act The California Speculation Act carries the following provisions. Homeowners would be taxed up to 25% on capital gain if they sell their home within three years of purchase. The tax applies to all qualified taxpayers, applies to most residential properties with few exemptions, first-time homebuyers and affordable housing units are exempted, Properties sold within three years are subject to a 25% tax. After three years, 
the rate declines by 5% each year until seven years have passed. <laughs> Collected taxes would be put towards community investment, with 30% designated for affordable housing. If passed with a two-thirds vote in the Assembly, the bill would become law on January 1st, 2023. What's the story behind it? California's housing market is notoriously expensive. San Francisco usually charts at number one for the most expensive real estate market in the U.S. State tax rates are also among the highest in the nation. AB 1771's intention is to lower home prices by preventing investors from taking advantage of the market with cash offers. According to the bill's sponsor, Chris Ward, the act will dissuade institutional investors who buy up homes with cash and flip them at inflated prices soon after. We've heard of people getting into their first home getting beat by cash offers, Ward said at a news conference. When investors fall out of the buying pool, that will give regular home buyers a chance to buy a home. For Ward, prices are a major problem. As a representative of San Diego, historically one of the most affordable spots in California, he's overseen skyrocketing real estate appreciation that's put San Diego on par with San Francisco, a voting issue that does not bode well for him. Unfortunately for Ward, his bill is being faced with significant opposition. According to detractors, the main issue facing California's real estate crisis is the severe lack of housing supply. Demand has been through the roof over the past few years, and supply has been exceptionally slow in catching up. California housing starts in 2021 totaled about 120,000. That's a slight uptick from 2020, but right on par with the last four years or so. It's way down from 2004 or 1988 levels, though, where total units rose well above 200,000. The state is also below its construction goals, which is targeted to fall around 180,000 units per year. In essence, California is short several million housing units and is still not on track to meet demand. This, paired with high tax rates, has created a catastrophically overpriced market, locking out millions and putting an enormous pressure on low-income and first-time buyers. In fact, many real estate experts are pointing out that the act would likely exacerbate the inventory crisis. California has a meaningful affordability crisis. Unfortunately, this bill would tax most homeowners and investors alike, leading to an even worse lack of inventory, one of the leading reasons for housing price escalation. We believe this is well-meaning legislation with significant unintended consequences. That's what the partner at Garasi LLP, the General Counsel for the American Association of Private Lenders, said. A leading issue with the bill is that it applies to all qualified taxpayers. Unless you're an active-duty military service or deceased, you're considered a qualified taxpayer. If you were to sell your home within a seven-year period, then you would be subjected to the tax, investor or not. The argument, of course, is that most Californians don't sell their homes that quickly, which is true. For instance, residents in Los Angeles tend to keep their homes for a median length of about 16 years. However, 
it begs the question of whether it's an infringement of the property rights of sellers. Let's say you bought a home in L.A. in 2020, but were just offered a fantastic job in San Francisco. The catch is that you need to relocate. Should you be taxed up to 25% for needing to move? A joint statement by multiple California real estate trade associations, including the California Association of Realtors, says, Absolutely not. According to the Neighbor 2020-2021 American Migration Report, over 20% of those surveyed stated they plan to move based on job changes, financial challenges, or additional space requirements. Under AB 1771, property owners with a growing family seeking to move into a larger home, downsizing due to the job loss of one of the occupants, or even those who must relocate to act as a caregiver for a loved one who became ill, would be harshly penalized for simply needing to move. The letter stated, <laughs> The statement continued to scorn the bill, citing critical data that suggests investors who paid with cash only made up 3.8% of all transactions in 2021. It also ensured to address the bill's primary reasoning, which is to lower prices. Further, the bill does nothing to ensure that first-time or other homebuyers are guaranteed access to homes. Nor does it create more housing opportunities. Rather, the bill will cause unintended consequences for the market by reducing the number of homes available for sale. In January 2022, new home listings continued to drop by double digits, with listings declining from 13,301 in January 2021 to just shy of 10,000 in December 2021. The reduction in listings would be exacerbated by this bill as it incentivizes investors to actually hold on to their properties longer and would force homeowners who need to sell to wait further depressing California's ownership housing supply. Here are some closing thoughts. Overall, the California Speculation Act is a confusing attempt to curb housing prices and will likely cause more harm than good to the real estate market. By targeting all qualified taxpayers instead of investors specifically, the Assembly is trying to take advantage of a massive market where home values have skyrocketed, equaling more tax revenue than the scope of the bill leads one to believe. We'll keep you updated on further developments. Okay, that about wraps up today's show. If you're hungry for more visual content, did you know Bigger Pockets has a YouTube channel? You can find series, investment property walkthroughs, live videos, and more. Just go to youtube.com slash biggerpockets or biggerpockets.com slash YouTube. Either way, see you back here tomorrow.